Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode. And I have a very special guest here with me today. I have Cami Lehman. I'm so excited for her to talk to you guys today. She is going to tell you how you can get started with a podcast, how you can make it an extra team of income, and the power of podcasting. So if you've been sitting there saying, gee, podcasting sounds like fun, or it sounds cool, or I think I might want to try it. She's going to tell you why you should try it, why it's going to help grow your business, why it's going to create extra stream of income, and how much power can come from just putting in the effort of podcasting. She's also one of our amazing hosts on Phoenix TV with her amazing show that is a podcast and a TV show now too. She's invincible. So Candy Lehman, tell everybody a little bit about you, what you do, and how they can become a cool podcaster just like you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not sure I made the cool level yet, Heather, but (laughs) thanks so much for having me. Such a joy to be here with you today. So I'm Cammie Lehman. I am just an ordinary gal who's invincible. I became invincible on a very long journey called life. And so invincible to me is not about winning. It's about getting back up. You know, life can be hard. Entrepreneurship is difficult. Like it's all not easy, right? And uh, and so that's where She's Invincible comes from. And so three years ago, 11 days before the pandemic, uh, hit our country, I launched the She's Invincible podcast. I had no idea that there was a pandemic coming. I set up a little studio in my house because I was going to build a webinar and I hated webinar school. So I decided to go into podcast school. That's really how it happened. And I loved it. And so what I found was that podcasting was quickly becoming the number one preferred marketing tool uh, for entrepreneurs. Who knew, right? But when the pandemic hit, you know, just before that, people were paying for Google ads and Facebook ads, and they were doing all the things. And it was pretty good. They were paying good money, but they were getting in front of the people that they were looking to get in front of. And as soon as the pandemic hit, the world got busy. You know, people were fighting for social media time because they were sharing home office space, It was unbelievable and everything changed. The prices went up, the algorithms were off, they were paying more, not getting in front of the right people. And then there was podcasting. Back then, so the very end of 2019, there was 850,000 podcasts in the world. And today we have over 3 million. Wow, I had no idea. What an impact that really had. I mean, it totally makes sense when I hear you say it, but I never even thought of the impact. I mean, I honestly didn't have a podcast prior to the pandemic. Well, I wasn't even on social media prior to the pandemic, right? So I understand that influx, that adaption that as business owners, we had to make in some way or another, you know? And then it was just a natural transition for me to be like, okay, how can I reach even more by taking that podcast role? Unbelievable, right? And you know what's really cool too, Heather, is that not only did the number of podcasts just blow up, but the listenership is huge. It expanded. So there's younger listeners, which we could talk about that, right? We know about that with you and your own personal experience. And we have older listeners because the, the older people weren't going to the store to buy newspapers and read newspapers, right? We were home. And so they, but they still wanted that connection. 
in. And so they, they've turned to podcasting as well. So the podcasts are from A to Z. And we were just talking before you hit record about some of the craziest ideas for podcasts. But today, people just hit record and talk about anything that's interesting to them. And it's such a great way to find your people, right? It's like, raise your hand if you want to talk about this kind of topic or that topic. And so I think that for fun and for entertainment, that's so great. Um, I do not do it that way. So my podcast launched, uh, we were uh, number 42 on the iTunes chart for business entrepreneurship. And I just was um, obsessed. I just, I love launching. And so I ended up staying on with the school and doing some launch coaching through an affiliate program. And then the school changed their program and it didn't make sense for me anymore. So I ended up starting my own school and that's how it got here. Yes. So we have, she's invincible, the podcast school. And um, so what we do there, so we just had our first anniversary in March and we take entrepreneurs from entrepreneur to podcast host in 30 days. And so we, wow. we launch, we have a very intense 30 day program uh, and we launch our people in the top ranks of iTunes and teach them how to monetize that. So they're not just having conversations, but they're having targeted conversations that are reaching their target audience and bringing them to another place. So we're having so much fun. And I love that you say it that way because you know, and I'm guilty of it too. I have a podcast. I can't tell you that mine's in the top rankings. I don't know if it's because I talk about money and although it's important to a lot of people, well, it's boring. So <laughs> people don't want to commit to it, but maybe I just need to make an adjustment. So there might be people out there listening. They're like, hey, I started a podcast, but you know, I'm discouraged because I don't see it growing the way I anticipated it to. And it's probably because you're just doing a few things that could be tweaked. So I think mm -hmm. even people like that could benefit from taking your podcast school because you can give them the tools for them to fully understand this is how you market it. This is how you promote it. This is how you monetize on it. Oh, 100%. We, and we teach all that. We definitely, we do teach all of that. And um, it is just, it's so much fun. Like, you know, besides the money part of it, it's a blast. So, and you get to meet so many new people. Like people think like, oh, would I be good? Listen, listen to my first episode. I wasn't good. <laughs> you get better. You get better as you go. And so, but it's, it's so much fun and you can take it anywhere you want to take it. Yeah. I love it. So now talk to people a little bit about, and like you said, you're mainly working with entrepreneurs and they want to take their business to a next level. What are the benefits of taking your business and turning one leaf of it into having a podcast? How can people then turn that leaf back and have that, you know, flow back? How do they get it to connect and flow back to their business? Yes. So that's such a great, great question. And I'll say first that in um, my school, a lot of times we get entrepreneurs who already have a business. And so we just start a podcast and then teach them how to monetize the business. But we also have people that don't have a business to monetize and then we create one. So then the podcast comes first as their brand. And then we roll that into creating a business that they can monetize and use the podcast 
to do that. So two, two different ways. So you don't even have to be an entrepreneur, but most times we have that, but several times not. Um, and right now I'm certified just, just recently as a career coach. So now I just found myself helping people create businesses and thought, let me just go certify that too. <laughs> yeah. So, but we'll start with the, okay, you already have a business. So how would you monetize it? So, you know, the coolest thing is when you start a podcast, the first thing that happens is you automatically elevate yourself to an expert in your field. So for you, as an example, Heather, you started a podcast, you're in finance, people are looking at you as an expert in finance and they're listening to you and they're following you and they're getting all of the free information that you are giving as value on your show. That's a major thing about podcasting because sometimes a lot of us have higher ticket products or programs that people might not be able to invest in right away, but they can follow us and we can make an impact and give them some of that value to get them to where they need to be so that they can invest and go to a higher level. So the first thing is it's elevating you at a, to a higher level as an expert in your own field. The second part of that is your messaging. So that needs to be on point. So there's four parts of that. It's the who, who are you speaking to, right? Who is your ideal client? The second thing is the what, and the what is what are you talking about? Like, what is it that they, why are they going to listen to you, right? As, as the what is, what is it you're talking about? The next one is the where. Where are you taking them? That's where the monetization comes. We're taking them to a place of understanding that we have what they need, that we can teach them what they need to learn. And therefore, we're already elevated as an expert, and now we're able to take them to this place. And that's where we have monetization. And then the last part is why. And it's why should they listen to you? So it comes from your experiences. It comes from your message, Heather, your story about your things that you've gone through and how you got where you are today and how you can help them. So there are those four parts. I love it. And and I I can see how they can gain so much knowledge from you and your experiences that you can help them in this school and help them really elevate themselves to that next level. You know, and it is so true about credibility. And I saw that even with the books, you know, um, here you already know all this information, right? You you've either built your business or you've gone to school or you've studied or you've got your certifications, whatever it is you've done. But, you know, the world doesn't know that. So it's like you're operating as a secret agent, right? So if you go in and you start a podcast or you you write in a book or you start a show, whatever it is you decide to do to really put yourself out there to the public for them to see you, it does also add that layer of instant credibility. You know, like I don't know anything more than I knew three years ago aside from the economy changes and we have to roll with it. Right. But right. You know, as far as like how to attack your finances, how to grow, um, you know, generational wealth, how to estate plan. I knew all those same things, but it wasn't until you write in a book or you have a like, Oh, wow. Look at all that she knows. Well, <laughs> but people are that way. And so accept the fact that you're like, okay, okay, 
what route am I going to take? And am I going to write a book? Am I going to write in a book? I mean, I'm going to go guest on podcasts so that I can be seen and heard, you know, am I going to go be a guest or am I going to take it into my own hands and start my own podcast? Or like you said, I didn't like the way the school was going. So I just started my own school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it wasn't that I didn't like the way it was going. It was, they changed their model and and then they weren't selling it as a standalone product. And so it didn't make sense for me to continue. So then I did do that because it just wasn't available the way that it was. But I love that you said that. And I love to like share the different differences between being a guest on a show and having your own show. And so if we have time, I could do that. And then we could jump right into the money. Which do you want to do first? Go right ahead to to explain the difference. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So here's how it works. And I love what you said about books because authors are some of my favorite guests, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have your own podcast, that allows you to one, uh, do solo episodes so you can show and spotlight your own expertise, right? So you can train and you can teach and you can share the value people can see. And they start to think, wow, if she gives all that for free, what will she give me if I pay her, right? Um, the thing about having your own show is you are building a community, right? So it's beautiful and it's great. And the community is amazing because they're loyal followers and listeners. Uh, But the other part of it is guesting on other people's shows. See, the hosts now already have built their community. So if you go on their show as a guest, now you're leveraging their community. So that helps you as well. So what I say is do both. I think you should be a host and I think you should guest once a week on someone else's show. But when I say that, you know, so many times I hear people on shows that aren't really a good fit. And so the important thing is you want to be a good fit on the shows. You want to share the same target audience without creating competition. So it wouldn't make sense if I did the same thing in finance that you do. It doesn't make sense for me to be on your show. But I'm here today to talk about how to create multiple streams of income through podcasting. That makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. And that could help your community. So I say both sides of it. Be be the host while you're building that community. Guest out there once a week on other shows where other people will find you and see you as an expert and you'll be elevated while you're elevating yourself. So I love that. Uh, And just as far as elevating yourself in communities, there's so many ways to monetize a podcast. So Mm. one thing you said is books, authors. Oh my gosh, I love to promote authors. I love to bring them on. If if I get a one sheet on my desk and it has a, someone who wrote a book, oh, they're going to go to the top of the list. Because in when you're writing a book, you're creating yourself again. You're you're creating yourself as an authority. And look yeah. at the books behind you, Heather. <laughs> right? In a few. They are my own, but I have written in a few. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, so that does elevate you as an authority first. But when you are on a podcast as an author, you get to promote your books and the host is holding that space and elevating you and promoting you and your book. It is a beautiful collaboration. So I love that way. And so if you're looking to, you know, 
This is the thing people get confused about. People don't write books to make millions of dollars. Very few people make millions of dollars on their book. We're not all Stephen King. Don't. No, your book is your business card. It's what elevates you to the expert. So when people say, oh, she must be good. She wrote a book or maybe I'll go read her book so I can learn from her until I'm ready to pay her to help me, right? So, so the book is the big, very first elevator there. And then, you know, there are other ways. So I said initially through messaging, which is huge. And what I teach is how to convert those loyal listeners into paying clients. So the first part of monetization on a podcast is drawing your ideal client, showing them how you can help them, the value you can give them, and then converting them into a paying client. So if you don't have all the clients you want or you're sick and tired of the big ad spend on paid ads when you're not getting the accuracy, then come on over to the podcast side. Find the podcasts that are the target audience you're looking for and get on those shows and start your own. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. That's just one way. (laughs) We have more. So the next thing is, and you and I talked about this earlier, merchandise. So I have... Um, copywritten my logo for my podcast and my artwork. And so that's the thing that I'm going to be doing later this year is creating merchandise, Yeti cups and uh, baseball caps and t-shirts and workout clothes and stuff like that. So that's another way to do that. It's a way to advertise your podcast and it's a way to uh, create more income from that brand. So I highly recommend if you have a show and you're branded, you know, go to a business attorney, go ahead and get a copyright on your artwork and your logo and go to town with all the merchandise you can think of. There's so many fun. You can do sunglasses. You can do cell phone cases. I mean, girls are so excited for merchandise. They can't see straight. So I love it. And their show, that is like the next big goal that they want merch for each book, the show, everything. It's amazing. It's I know. And I'm like, oh, pink boxing gloves. Yes. Let's yeah. spread the word. Right. We're spreading all over the world. And then there's another great way, which is paid ads. And this is a big deal. I do teach this as well. And um, so you can have paid ads on your show. Now, there are two day, two different ways you can do that today. Uh, one way is to go get the big, big ads, but they're looking for huge downloads. And then they pay you like pennies on the download. So if you don't have a huge you know, download and you don't have a huge community, that might not be the best way for you. Because imagine if you're getting 50 downloads a week at pennies a download is probably not worth the work you put into it. Uh, But there are other ways to bring in private sponsors where they'll pay you thousands of dollars for an ad sponsor. And so we we actually teach it and there's three different levels that we offer um, in our school for advertisers. And again, it's the messaging, it's making sure you're in front of the right target audience, but it's great. Like Heather, you could um, advertise your company on my podcast, right? And there'd be an ad there every time an episode came out and also on TV, right? And so you would pay me for that. And then my clients would come to you and hire you for finance because 
they already know, like, and trust me. Right. So if they I'm endorsing into to you. Through, they do. And so they're following. Yes. Yes. I mean, and there's statistics that say that at least 50% of people are buying because of an ad on a podcast. That's where we are today in 2023. 50%. Can you imagine? There's those numbers aren't even on TV on commercials. It's ridiculous. So I love that option as well. And again, make sure it's the right target audience. You know, you don't want to be selling men's products on a girl's podcast uh, or vice versa, right? But uh, but make sure it's the right target audience. And then there's another way, which is affiliate links. I love this way. This is amazing. Heather, as a guest on my show, if you have a high ticket program and you have an affiliate link, you can provide that to me. I can put it in the show notes of the show. And anybody who purchases from that link, I would get an affiliate payment. So that works on both sides of that. So you wanna, one, have your own affiliate link so that if you're guesting on a show, you're able to give that to the host so people that listen can buy and the host would be compensated for that, but it goes both ways. So those are just a few ways that you can monetize, but honestly, the sponsorships alone, you could make probably, I'm going to say, and this is off the top of my head, just based on the price sheet, um, $50,000 in a six month period, uh, just at paid ads with three ad spots, two ads in each spot. Uh, it's, it's a $50,000 plan. So, and we do teach that, uh, but I mean, where would you be if you, if you did it for the whole year, it'd be over a hundred thousand. So, uh, but right now we're only selling six month ads. So, and our ads go on the podcast and TV. So, so, right. So now the TV is streaming in how many countries, you know, so and 26, pretty soon it's going to be 110. Right. And so that reach. So think about that. And it's evergreen. So when you're done paying for those ads, they are still playing on those episodes. So new listeners go back and listen to old episodes from previous time, and they're still going to hear those advertisements. So I don't think you can get a better bang for your buck than to get in on the floor of a podcast that's accepting advertisers. It's amazing. I love it. Great. Yeah. And one more thing on advertising is I teach that you should have an ad for your own business. So Heather, I'm going to say this to you. If you don't have your own ad for your financial business and your books, you're missing the boat because you should have your own ad embedded in there. And then that what that does is when people listen, they think, oh, she sells ads. The other thing I teach is have an ad to sell ads. (laughs) right? Right. People don't know that unless you tell them. So advertising is huge. Uh, I don't recommend that you do anything less than six months because it used to be seven to eight touches and now it's 17 to 18 uh, since the pandemic. It is. It is. It's huge. Yes. I um, experienced that in my personal business all the time. Yes. Right. And it's, you know, like I'll see it over and over again. And then on the 17th time, I'm like, what? She's in finance. (laughs) Right. You like, I mean, that's just how the mind works. And once the pandemic hit, the mind got a little bit more, you know, um, 
what is distracted, right? Things got really noisy out there. And so it takes even more now. So I think six months is a great place to start. And just as your ads are starting to come to a close, people are starting to understand like, oh, that's what she does. So, so much fun. And you can be so creative. It's amazing. So why don't you tell everybody what's a way that they can connect with you if they're ready to take that step into having a podcast or they're ready to start monetizing their podcast. So they need to come to your school to understand how better the podcast that they already have. Yeah. So just my website, it's camilehman.com. I'm sure the link will be in the show notes. Uh, just click on my website. The podcast school has its own separate page there where you can schedule a time to chat with me. Uh, but yeah, we, we're in a, a session right now. And then we have another one coming out uh, that starts in September. So we don't have anything over the summer, but we only take 10. So it fills up really fast. And um, we just, we're having so much fun. Just so much fun. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on and educate people about another stream of income. I always love to add value to the listeners so they can know how they can expand, you know, their finances. It's always great to have that extra stream of income. You know, they say that you're supposed to have a seven. I tell people don't stress about that, but find one that you can multiply. And this is a perfect example of one stream of income that you can multiply into multiple streams of income, even within itself. You know, you could record once a week and those recordings can also include sponsorships and can also be calls to action for people to follow up with you or buy your merchandise. And you have a constant revolving door of multiple streams of income going out into the universe and multiplying and coming back to you. So thank you, Cami, for explaining a little bit more, educating some of the listeners and letting them know there is an outlet, there is some answers. Don't get overwhelmed one step at a time, but it is definitely possible. I love it. Thank you so much, Heather, for having me. Oh, thank you for again for coming on. And everybody, uh, look for her links in um, the description. You can click and connect with Cami right there. And don't forget, if you do want financial wellness and you're looking to meet with someone that you can trust, I can put you with myself or someone from my team. Just go to the website you see at the end of the show and we will be happy to help you. I want to thank you for going on this journey today and commend you for taking the time to build towards your future wealth. Join me for more money tips and tricks at my Facebook group, Financially Focused Families. Follow me on Instagram, Heather's Financial Focus, or check up with me on LinkedIn, Heather Stokes Benton, Legacy Builder, Wealth Navigator. Your financial future has never been more important. Let's get started today.